This is Marathon to March. Welcome back, everyone. David Campbell alongside me, Jonathan Litzkin, as always. David, the 2021-22 season is complete. I'm going to get emotional, John. The Kansas Jayhawks defeat the North Carolina Tar Heels to win the national championship. A good run by both teams. Kansas takes advantage of some breaks in the run, plus an easy draw. UNC with one of the greatest turnarounds in the sport that we may have ever seen. The eight seed gets all the way, has a lead late, can't get it done, can't finish it. But a great run nonetheless from the Tar Heels, a team that a lot of people had out of the tournament mid-season. David, we had a really good Final Four this year. I agree, John. And a really good national title game. Kind of made up for the bad national title last year, even though I was ecstatic that Baylor beat Gonzaga. But let's talk a little first about let's get into the it. final four games. We had, of course, first the first game of the day. Uh, Kansas beats Nova pretty handily. No, Nova worked their way back into it, but it was a tough game to watch and, if you're a Nova fan. And then um, this the second game, uh, UNC moved on. Don't really don't I don't think they played. They they just kind of let them move on to the national title game. Yeah. Uh they played him. Who they beat? I, I forget. I, I, hmm. They beat Gonzaga. No, yeah, no. Yeah, it was Gonzaga. It was, was Gonzaga. It Gonzaga. It was Gonzaga. No, Gonzaga lost to Arkansas. It was Arkansas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Memphis though almost got through. <laughs> Memphis almost beat Gonzaga. No, but but uh, UNC knocked off Duke in Coach K's final game and David. I'm a diehard Duke fan. You are, John. I will, that you are. I will forever dislike North Carolina. And that is they will should. forever be my least favorite team in sports. But I host this show to talk about college basketball, and that was the most anticipated game of the decade. Maybe, maybe of all time. I, I think it's the most anticipated game of all time. If people disagree, though, I think they're just haters of fun teams so. or, or, or good teams, I should say. <laughs> yeah. um, people who say that that game wasn't the most anticipated game of the decade, I respectfully disagree. So, yeah, we got to come out and talk about that, too. But let's let's talk a little about Kansas-Nova to start, make this quick, because that was probably the wor- worst of the three games by far. Kansas blew them away to start the game. Nova without Justin Moore was completely just not in, in it at all. Gillespie was boxed in the first half by Dewan Harris and Remy Martin, for that matter. Okai Abaji with six threes in the game. He was six for seven, I want to say. Uh, may- maybe hit seven. I don't have the stats in front of me, but he shot the ball great. That performance alone probably is what won him the most outstanding player of the Final Four, yeah. even though if you wanted to argue it should have gone to McCormick, I wouldn't necessarily disagree there. He was good yesterday. But Villanova clawed their way back into it. Gillespie started playing well. Samuel started playing well. They got some... Some buckets where they needed it, and in a very Villanova fashion, they just kind of scrapped and clawed their way. But like I said in our, our pregame show for it, teams with no depth against Kansas tend to struggle. And we saw it with Miami. We saw it with, with Creighton, just didn't have enough. And it was the same story with Villanova. That is true. Um, yeah, Kansas, you know, like they... People may claim that they had a Mickey Mouse path to the championship. Obviously, they had to beat Creighton without Ryan Kalkbrenner. Barely did before playing Providence, a team that many people did not really like. Had to be 10 seed in the Elite Eight. Not a lot of depth for Miami. Not a lot of depth for Villanova, um, especially after the awful Achilles injury. Um, of course, it was 
it was a it, it was a path to say the least, and I'm glad that you know. Um, I'm glad that we eventually got a good game in the national championship because not all the Kansas games that we watched up until then were very good. And I guess Crate was okay, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, good for good for the good for the Jayhawks. I mean, Bill Self gets it done. We'll see if we'll obviously see if that uh, championship um, stays or uh, mm-hmm. yeah under under investigation. Uh, who knows? I'd, I'd bet it does. No, but I think but it the, does. Well. But they are in, on, they are going to be hit with a bunch of violations. Are yeah. the Jayhawks? By the way, real quick, I know this is not about what we were what is it at all. Aiden Shaw just tweeted out something. What did he tweet? He said, I'm ready to announce my, where I'm ready to play college basketball at dot, dot, dot. And he hasn't announced anything yet, so that was 10 minutes ago. So we could be getting an Aiden Shaw announcement. Live on air. Live on air, or soon, soon at all, top 50 recruit in the country, four-star Aiden Shaw uh, from somewhere in Kansas. I can't think of Blue Valley. Blue Valley. Former zoo recruit. We'll see where he goes. Uh, but I think that's very interesting. But anyway, not the point. Now, we're not talking about recruiting right now, John. We'll talk about that in the second half of the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Duke UNC. Um, well, it felt can like, I just say? Yeah. I'll go because I know you're going to have a lot to talk about. Because you're going to have a ton to talk about. Um, This game had a ton of hype. It was hyped up as one of the greatest teams of all time. Coach K's last game. Duke UNC first time ever meet in the tournament. It, I think it lived up to the hype from a neutral fan perspective. Mm-hmm. As someone who likes Duke and UNC equally, I, I think it exceeded the hype. I think actually you're right. Um, I like these teams both equally, and I always cheer for them. Not always, but I usually cheer for them when when they both play, just because I feel like you know I just do, you know. Um, and I thought it was a really tough, tough game for uh, not tough game, but a tough ending for Mark Williams, who obviously missed two free throws. Um, Turbic Heels had an and one that was wiped off. It was just called on the floor. A couple of breaks didn't go Duke's way, um, and then that happens. And Caleb Love hit a big shot and a big moment, and UNC seals uh, seals the deal. Hubert Davis gets it done and uh, gets gets the national championship in year one, which is remarkable. And obviously for Duke, the Duke faithful, it's, it, it, this is a tough one that they're never going to forget. But I think you can also speak on this. Uh, I think you guys will be okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I like we'll be fine next year. I, I think the whole thing with this game is it, it felt like both fan bases i think felt like they were like in control like many times even though it was back and forth like we were up 7 to start the half we we felt like we had it they they come back they would like they feel like we have it like we Wendell Moore hits a big shot we feel like we have it it was just it kind of like even though it was so back and forth both fan bases felt like they were like kind of in control like multiple times yeah and Jeez, like i mean it, it was like one of the worst nights of my life when we yeah. lost that that game. It was te- it was awful. Like we we it, it was so disappointing. And then we played well. I really felt we played well. They, it was it was ever, it was only ever going to be the best one of the best nights of your life or the worst nights of your life. Yeah, I mean they they they're a t- they're a tough team. They turned it around. They hit big shots. I like they took tough shots and they hit them. They really uh, they took it. That, that was really it. I, I felt like Mark Mark Williams should have been in the game sooner. I think. Coach K did a fine job. I don't think it was the greatest coaching performance of all time, but I don't think no. he like did anything terrible. I, I using the to- his final timeout with 120 left to get Mark back in the game was perfectly fine, yeah. especially considering we were going on defense and we were up one. It, it like I don't know the way the game was offici- officiated didn't bother me. It no. was it was called it was called tight. The Theo obviously gets the four fouls in the first yeah. first half, which hurts Duke's depth, but. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think if the game was ref the way it was 
last night where they kind of let the guy, Bigs be really physical inside. Duke, Duke probably wins it, but like you got to kind of play how the officiating goes. Yeah, no, I agree, John, and I think it's nice that you're looking at it from a neutral perspective because it's very easy to be biased at a thing like this. Um, and I completely agree with everything you said. It's uh, both teams played um, a really close game, and I'm glad that I had the privilege to watch it because I think it was one of the best college basketball games uh, in the past decade for sure. We've had a ton of those. And, um, yeah, uh, both teams will, will be just fine next year, I think. Uh, UNC has a lot more questions than Duke does. I think Duke is kind of, honestly, like, we'll get into it on the second half of the show, but their rotation that already looks like an eight-man, t- tough eight, nine-man rotation looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. And they might add Nigel Pack, who knows, that came mm-hmm. out today, which would be amazing for them. Get another scoring guard to go along with Jeremy Roach, more veterans. And, um yeah, I think both both teams will be fine. Hubert Davis, what a job he's done. Yeah, he, um, he had a great tournament. Top 10 coach in, in, the, in the country, yes or no? Uh, I'd say no, but he's probably pretty close. I think he's right there. Right there in the top 10. Top Probably late, late like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of based on preference at that point in time. But yeah, um, an 8 seed to the National Championship. Like, like I said, I mentioned in our last show, our little 24-minute uh, Final Four preview, I said, you know, UNC... Uh, they're an eight seed, but it doesn't feel like they are an eight seed because it's UNC. You know, it doesn't feel like that. This is a Cinderella run from a team. It feels like they're a championship contender. You know, I mean, they they went twenty nine and ten this year. Like that's that's very respectable. It's really really good. And I thought they were a team that was underseeded for going into the tournament as an eight. I picked them to beat Baylor. I'm glad that happened. And then I didn't actually think they beat UCLA. And I I, I they got a, a really nice matchup in the Elite Eight against St. Peter's. Got it was able to basically just rest for that game. But UNC, the path was there, and they, and they they created their own luck, man. And props to them, props to Davis, and hopefully he can keep uh, the, the same core because of love and if R.J. Davis, if you know, if um, uh, Armando Baycott. I don't know what Leaky Black story is. I know he's a senior. I don't know if he has another year or not. Yeah, I think everyone. Just, I think everyone's gonna stay for them except for, except for Manic. What Dawson Garcia? They will. I don't know. They they were better without him. They yeah, were they were yeah. way better without him. Yeah. It, uh, it they could have used uh, you could have used my failure at times though. Yeah, probably. Especially in the Baylor game, they could have used him, but they didn't need to. Um, we'll see what happens with Kerwin Walton as well. So the bench could be uh, um, an issue because I'm look. I love Hubert Davis, but the end of it just really just running with six guys. You know, five six guys. Yeah. But by but for a full season, you can't do that. We'll see. I'm, you, some you of the, play some of their guys, guys will test and. Pr- and Probably come back, I think. Love and Davis and Armando Baycott. Now Baycott with the injury, we don't know the extent of Mondo that. tested last year, too, I think. Yeah. So. We don't know the extent of that injury with Baycott. Um, see the video going around. Loose floorboard. I think the floor is just bouncy, John. I've, I've, I love the Twitter reaction. Everyone's like, oh, UNC would have won the game if, if Mondo played. True. Like Maybe, like, but I don't feel bad for them. They were up 15 at the half. No, it's like, well, people are like, well, if Mondo didn't get hurt, UNC would have won. Like I don't think so. Like no, I don't. Think maybe, at all that but like, maybe, but like people are making it seem like they didn't have a shot. Like they, like, they, they had like, they had the lead, and then like I guess maybe because McCormick had two big buckets, like two like big yeah. I mean, shots, he scored like, like the he's he's gonna do that against Manic, but I don't know if he'd do that against Baycott. That's kind of I, I, I guess don't the know, thinking. Maybe that's the thinking. But Kansas scored by more ways than just Dave McCormick. Like, ah. and, and by the way, like McCormick comes down and, and scores. Like Kansas was already up when he scored. Yeah. And UNC didn't score the rest yeah. of the game. It's so. also not one of those things where it's like, you know, it, it's not one of those where it's like, oh, he got hurt with 13 minutes left when they were up by 15 and blew the lead. They blew the lead within the first 10 minutes of the half. Mm-hmm. Within the first like, seven minutes of the half. Yeah. You know, and not a part of the game itself. And UNC jumped out early start. 
they looked amazing. It was the same thing with the Mark Williams free throws in the Duke yeah. NC game. Like that did not lose them the game. No, like it could have helped, yeah. but like <laughs> it definitely could have. Like Duke had other opportunities to win that game. Like it, one play never defines a, a game. I it agree. never does. You yeah. always have op- opportunities to change the game before that happens. Yep. But uh, other than that, in the in the Kansas UNC game, I thought it was a, a great. Bill self coaching performance in the second half. I, I, my dad said it perfectly last night. He's like, Hubert had a really good first half. Self had a really bad first half, and in the second half they flip flopped. Yeah, they, Hubert was. I thought. I thought Kansas. Stopped. I thought he coached really good. Kansas looked at the UNC. They looked at their depth. They're like, we got to run because they can't run with us with six six guys. Yep. We're gonna push the pace, and then in the when they did play half court offense, they stopped. Uh, trying to force it inside to McCormick and started running their dribble weave again, yeah. which with their athletic guards, they do very well. They, they go dribble weave into a ball screen and let Brown and Obaji and the, those good wing, wing guards attack, Wilson too. I thought it was genius coaching coaching by Bill Self. He Probably his best coaching performance maybe ever in terms terms of the season as a whole. Yeah. Kansas works their way back into the second game. Second half, second half. First Can- half, he was miserable. Kansas works their way back into the game. They take the lead with like ten minutes to go, and from the back from there, we had kind of just an even game the rest of the final ten minutes, and it was yeah. fantastic basketball. Mm-hmm. Big big minutes from Puff Johnson too. He, yeah, he had a he'd be a, he'd be a huge factor for them next. He year. had a huge three. Um, yeah, made a big def- charge, big defensive play. Like yeah, seconds later, mm-hmm. he had to leave later in the later in the game. He got he, sick. He got he sick. Threw up. Yeah, he, he yeah. Got, threw up on the court. It was. Not good, but that guy like broke his leg and sprained an ankle. Caleb Love sprained his ankle by walking, mm-hmm. which was like Caleb. Yeah, C- Caleb, and, he, and then he couldn't guard anyone for like the next like five possessions. Yeah, and Brad, K- Christian Brown started going off. So yeah, Kansas like really couldn't. Kansas like didn't attack him as much as they should have, but it, it worked out fine. I'm not gonna complain about it. Cl- like, classy by Kansas to hold the hold the ball when Baycott got hurt and let him get out of the game. Is that what they did? Yeah, or they Wilson, just, like, Wilson got the ball on the wing, and they could kind of just stop playing. I think. Okay. I, I, I think that's what happened. Like, or they just the, like, Christian didn't. Brown was wide open on, on the backside, so yeah. like they could have thrown it to him. Like, may, maybe Wilson just didn't see him. And I, honestly, I don't think they did. Maybe just like my Mizzou bias because I hate Kansas, but my guess is that they just didn't want to force anything in. Because UNC was just playing like a box. They're playing the box without the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know. He just like, Wilson didn't want to force anything. The big guy got back down. Bill Self looked pissed after like they didn't do anything with it. Like, Bill yeah, Self he, looked he, did. he so, did. He did. So who knows? Um, what was I going to say about love? Yeah. So I thought a tweet was like, UNC played six guys. Half of them, one of them got sick. One did, severely hurt his got leg. Got floorboarded. Something happened with Armando Bacon. We don't know the extent of the injury. And then Caleb Love rolled his ankle by walking. So those three guys got hurt just in miscellaneous ways or got out of the game in miscellaneous ways. That's kind of what happens when you play six guys. Yeah. I thought Kerwin Walt was going to come in there at the end. I got so excited. Yeah, he looked like he was ready to check in. He had his shooting did, shirt off. Did, did, he was, did come in. He was standing around the huddle like he was He was ready to go. And, and didn't happen. I made the joke to you. I'm like, oh, maybe this is Hubert's last-ditch last ditch effort to get Kerwin to stay at UNC. He might. He might just stay if you get, if you lose Black. Like he's the guy to start. So I think it's Styles. Plus they got Trimble coming in. Yeah, but they need um they need shooting because Manic was so big for them. Maybe it depends on who leaves. Like Minnesota would take him in a heartbeat. I think. I do him and Battle on the same court. Oh my god, the shooting. See, I mean, Kerwin's really good. Too. He can shoot. He can really shoot. But I I, I would be able to. Uh, 
I would be unbelievable, dude. Kerwin is one of the best shooters in Minnesota history. So, state of Minnesota high school hoops. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Candy's gonna get better too. Obviously, they bring in five star Grady Dick. Um, mm-hmm. and they bring in that center. I can't remember his name. Like Ernest Uday. Ernest Uday. And, and MJ Rice, too. MJ Rice is the one as well. They're going to be good again next year. Be good again. But they lose a Baji. They, they, they might lose Brown. Might they lose do Brown. lose McCormick. And, and they lose, lose Remy. And Lightfoot. The size is an issue next year. Mm-hmm. Perry yeah. Ellis on line one. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Well, well, what was the line I had last night? Like Harry was yelling at everyone in the restaurant that I was a that I was a Kansas grad, right? I was here since Perry. Yeah, I yelled that I was like a, did Kansas in the Perry Ellis era. I go so last year. <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was. Uh, and Harris is obviously going to stay. Don't want Harris is going to stay. Yeah, I like Harris a lot. And he can't shoot. Obviously, we'll see where Aiden Shaw goes because he might. He he is. He's from Kansas. Kansas. He has an offer from them too. So, oh, he um, does. Yeah, I didn't even know that. But he wouldn't. Wow. He wouldn't start, and he wouldn't play that much. No, rice and rice. I don't think dead. you like under, people understand like how much they return next year too. That like are like playable guys. Yeah, like freshmen that are gonna, like Clemens played minutes for them. He comes back. KJ Adams is gonna gonna probably start for them next Someone year. Someone who we had as our first ever transfer. We talked about last year on the show. Joseph Joseph Yesifu is going to play huge minutes for them. If you were to year. tell me that like last next year, mechanic be the national championship, I'd be like, oh yeah, they added Joseph Yesifu. That totally makes sense. But he didn't. Didn't do anything at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, he played year. limited minutes for them. I've been told by Kansas fans that he's going to play a lot for them next year. I, I think so. I think they're going to lose a couple transfers that like are like playable guys, like Pettiford, like a, fr- a freshman this year. Like I bet he transfers just because like they don't have a spot for him. Yeah, they have so many guards. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it'll be an interesting turnaround for Kansas. UNC, on the other hand. Um, I think I'm going to have them like the same like you like mindset for them that I had for UCLA. Let, Everyone's saying this. Everyone's like, "They're left." There's this year uh, UCLA. I well, know, I think it was Fetterman that tweeted this, and I was like, "Like, yes and no." Like, here, here's why. Here's why I, I think it's a no. I think that like UNC has talented guards that that UC, UCLA did. I mean, like, I think Caleb Love and RJ Davis were playing as well as Johnny Juzang and Tiger Campbell were last year in the tournament. Yeah, Love was Love so. was kind of Juzang, except and RJ Davis was Tiger Campbell. It's fair. They didn't really have a high 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 was I mean plethora of guys, but you know you see they didn't have they didn't have the what we think is the ACC player of the year, Armando Baycott. You know what I mean? Well we we both picked Paulo, but like we someone who could have been ACC player of the year in Armando Baycott. And if he comes back, I mean Juice that team is amazing again. Hawkes. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking like a big, a big, like oh, a big, okay. like a big. They they brought in Ed Riley who's fine and Miles Johnson's also fine. They have two freshmen coming in too that are like UCLA really good. or do you see? UCLA. UCLA. Or, or, sorry, UCLA. You said um, but obviously Mari Bailey. I don't, U- I, UNC I don't, I don't has very good. UNC has Seth Trimble, Trimble coming in, who I, I love, like a lot. We love and, Trimble. Uh, Jalen Washington, who isn't very good. Okay, but, well, you know, <laughs> uh, um, but Trimble I do like a lot. And, um, and people are just like, well, they lose Manic. I'm like, pretty Manic can be replaced within four seconds. That's in the that's, that's big. He shot like 45 percent from three this year, and he was there. He was their floor spacer. He, he, like that's that's gonna be tough to replace. They could find another three point shooter. Not like Brady Manic. Puff, Puff isn't a bad shooter, so yeah. But they want if they can find they can find another three point shooter like Brady Manic. Yeah, we'll see. Because like uh, I think Mondo could go to the NBA. I would take Mondo in, in the first round. I would be very close. Oh, uh, I would. I wouldn't take RJ and Caleb in the first round. No, no. But I, I think those two come back for sure. But EJ Liddell or Mando Baycott. Liddell, because he can shoot. Yeah, I think Liddell. He's well. a better shooter. Hunter Dickinson or Mando Baycott. That's close. Probably probably Dickinson. But like Coburn or Baycott. Oh, Baycott, dude. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> and like I I think Kofi's just Shibway a real... or Baycott. 
they do the same thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, both are both are on that bubble of might go second round, might just come back to college. I think Baycott probably. I think Baycott. It's really close. His length, his length fits the NBA better, I think. Armando Baycott or Paulo Boncaro. <laughs> Draft terms. <laughs> no, we'll do, we'll do a mock at some point. No, oh, dude, I have, I have during, a during the offseason. We have. I, I love doing draft talk. Yeah. Um, NHL entry draft talk. NHL entry draft. Yeah. Fantasy football draft. Shane Wright. We're actually going to become a fantasy football show in the month of July. No. If you guys know that or not. <laughs> no. We're actually going to become a huge Preakness Stakes show. Yeah, we're going to talk about the around. Kentucky Derby. Yeah, the Triple Crown. We're going to call our show Triple Crown with Liddy and David. That's a what a terrible show name. I, I don't know what else I was going to say. Like, what a terrible show name. Triple, triple, clown, a triple crown with two clowns. There you go. That's better. Nice. Um, bless you, John. Uh, thank you. But uh, yeah. No, like UNC should be good again next year. We'll see who they return. They're not going to have the freshmen that Kentucky or Duke or Kansas has. Michigan. Yeah, or Michigan. But like, yeah, yeah they're going to be good. Where is uh, UNC? Oh, Kansas, by the way, is fourth in the 247 rankings. UNC? Eleven. They have th- uh, four, three, sorry, three, four stars. What like early top twenty-five? Like way too early top twenty-five. I have a ton. Have you like? They have a guy named Tyler Nickel. I, cool I, I think Rothstein's is terrible. Rothstein's is absolutely like, horrendous. Like, with, all the, with all the respect, we have like so much to like still like sort out. Like, I don't know who's going to be on teams next year. The right. only thing that I know for sure is that Jamison battles a gopher, <laughs> and that's it. And. Jeremy Roach is probably a blue devil. What if, I'm, Jer- what if Jeremy Roach is like, yeah, I'm going to go to the NBA. He has Sharp and Sheevway coming back, which like makes sense. It, it, like they would that they would be Sharp close to one, but like Sharp's not coming back. Sharp is a top ten pick. Man, Case and Wallace coming off the bench. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Shaden Sharp would go to Kentucky. He, he has. He is a top ten pick. He has, he UNC, he has UNC losing Manic, Black, and Garcia. No, he is. No, and he no, has no. Kerwin starting. He does. What, did I, what was I going to see? Oh, no, it wasn't that. I saw one where, like, what was it? What was it? Let me find this thing. Let me find this thing. Like, he also has Houston losing um, Kyler, Kyler Edwards, which we don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah, he does have them losing um, Edwards. God, what was the – they have – he has a lot of issues. God, Houston's so This good. guy has – like, for instance, he has he has Baylor losing Flo Thamba, and he also has their starting center as Flo Thamba. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Flo can be in two places no, at Flo, once. No, Flo came, is coming back. He already announced that. His key loss is Flo Thamba. That's what, that's what he says. There's another one as well that I'm trying to find. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. Caleb Daniels might stay. Here's might the go. thing. Like, he said, like, he, he like, he's doing projected starting lineups. Like, Justin Moore starting for, for Nova. Like, Moore isn't going to play to start next year. He's hurt. And we don't know when he's going to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. So, this, this Duke lineup is not ninth. <laughs> they, have no, they, have no, they have no bench right no, now. No, dude, I'm telling you, they had an eight-man rotation going into this year, and I feel like that's just well, like Reeves, a, well, Reeves isn't even going to play next year. He's probably going to What I'm saying it. is, like, they're, they're already a team who's, like, ready for, you know? Yeah. Ready for the, the postseason or postseason team. I'm trying to find the other issues. Like, I was reading this, and this, this guy, man, freaking uh, Rothstein has, like, a, a ton of issues with his, like, he has people staying and also going. I don't know. He's he's wild, dude. Yeah, I, like I, he has key losses for Michigan, Hunter Dickinson. But then yeah, he has Hunter Dickinson projected to start. Yeah, I'm like what in the world are you doing? Like it dude? has to be it has to be one way or the other. But same with like Drew Peterson. Yeah. Now let's hit our break now. Um Should when we get back, we're gonna talk season recap, things we were right, things we were wrong about, just general narratives in in uh in general. Should be a good time, David. It should. Listen. 
Method March on KCOU. Salute Your Sports is back and better than ever. Tune in at our new time, 12 p.m. on Fridays on KCOU 88.1 FM and at our website, kcou.fm. Salute Your Sports is going on our 11th year strong, the longest-running Mizzou-centric KCOU radio show, and you can catch myself, Zach Berman, David Campbell, and Adam Busek as we talk all things Missouri Tigers. Once again, 12 p.m. Central on KCOU 88.1 FM. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Make sure to start your week off right by listening to General Emission on KCOU 88.1 FM from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. every Monday morning. I think he's wrong, though. You're, it's a you're heartless agreeing move. and disagreeing There's, on the same topic. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing that it wasn't a smart move. I'm just not disagreeing with Anthony Davis's dad either. Once again, that's General Admission from 8 to 9 a.m. on KCOU 88.1 FM for the latest updates from the MLB, NFL, NBA, and the NCAA. KCOU, we're just normal enough to appreciate Drake's cultural relevance, but just weird enough to make a sweeper like this. KCOU. KCOU. Hey, this is Tommy Wizzle, and you listen Columbia KCOU 88.1 FM. Hopefully you have a groovy time. Welcome back. No, why did you say back? It was on cue. You started like way before me. No, it was perfectly timed, Juan. You always go like a little after me. And I was going to do it together. We're going to say it together and be oh, all cute and stuff. God, I just let you go. I thought you no. like wanted it. Oh, well, I did say back, though. It, it ended up working out fine, but I'm so disappointed. I'm not even mad. Not, John, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Oh, that's tough. Tough pill as well. Yeah, jeez, man. All right. Well, let's just talk college basketball, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, what else are we going to do on this show? Dude, I'm telling you, Triple Clown. It's a horse <laughs> racing show. <laughs> I think it'd be so fun. Um, I know nothing about horse racing. But, uh, but Bob Baffert is the GOAT. Bob. Bob Baffert. I'm trying to think of a comparison for this. Baffert's like the Nick Saban of like horse racing, isn't he? Bro, I don't know. I think he has a ton of allegations. Huh? He does. Nick Saban. S- doesn't. Saban. Saban doesn't. But like, I feel like the hatred for Baffert kind of aligns. With yeah, no, the hatred I, I know of Saban. What you mean. <laughs> um, yeah. alrighty, John. 
How's life, John? Life is great. Yeah? You know you you know why life is great, David? Can you see my screen up there? Huh? Can you see the screen up there? I cannot. Oh, no. I have a picture of Bob. Oh. Uh, no. It's too bad. It's too bad. That's too bad. Here, but, wait, I can do this probably. Um. Oh, there he is. Bob. We'll keep this up for inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you, know, are you, say? you know what Bob might be happy about, David? He doesn't look very happy in that picture. But what? What's Bob happy about? Another year. No national championship for Gonzaga. That's a great dude. We could talk about this on a, on a whole show. The narrative Lit. rises again. Yeah, don't act all like you're on the good side anymore, man. You picked up the win. I did. I thought this was their year. It wasn't. They lost to Arkansas. They lost to Arkansas. Ooh, this is a good picture of Bob. Um, <laughs> no, it's honestly really disappointing because. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> what, am I, what am I saying? No, it is disappointing. Yeah. Not as like a someone who's like. As someone who's rooting for Gonzaga and someone who, like, follows college basketball. Like, when are they going to win it? So here's the question. Like, if you were to ask me right now, will Gonzaga win the national championship within the next five years? I think it would probably be. I think it would be more likely yes than no. No, I'm saying no. Okay, fine, I'm saying no. I'm fully on on this train now. They hurt me. I'm, I'm going back at them. Okay, I know that a lot of people are out there thinking to themselves, like, Oh, they're just doing. They're just uh, blah, blah, blah. making excuses for this team. I'm sorry. They lost this year. They lost last year when they were undefeated. I understand Baylor, blah blah blah, Baylor, Baylor, Baylor. You and Harry both said this. You and Harry both said this. They they like Gonzaga. You like Gonzaga because there isn't a Baylor to stop them this year. Well, a yeah. couple things. Gonzaga wasn't as good as they were last year. No. Does Gonzaga's team last year win the national championship? Yeah, I think so too. No, but they don't beat generation. By, by, they by they don't the beat way, the generational team of Kansas. By, by the way, we get, we'll get into the way too early. Uh, our top tens are later, but Dude, like, like listen, listen year, to right? this. So you wait. This is the ESPN way too early top top twenty five. They can tag at twelve. Listen to this lineup that they project. Yeah, Nolan Hickman, Hunter Salas, Julian Strother, Anton Watson, Ben Gregg. In what world is that the twelfth best team in the country? Yeah. In what planet is yeah. that? Is that a top fifteen team? If they get team? Timmy, if, I think they're the tenth best team in the country. If, maybe. If, if they get Timmy, they should be top ten to start the season. But like, it's close. Like you could argue right that now they're, they're fourteen for me. You know what I have ahead of them? You want to know who I have ahead of them? You're gonna laugh at me. I don't care if you laugh at me. You don't have ahead of them. Who? St. Louis. I have St. Louis ahead of St. them. St. Louis is good. They're really good, St. and they bring back their best player, Javante Perkins, and they're they bring that one of the best assist uh, leaders. The might end as the all-time assist leader in college basketball. And you're in Collins. They're a great team. But like, in what world is that like, that lineup like the twelfth best team in the Who's country? Who's gonna score for that team? Who? Who scores that team? Strother? Strother and, Strother Strother and Salas. Salas isn't good. He, he, he could be okay. Like I don't think he was Hickman a freshman. Is, I don't think Hickman and Salas. I just am worried about second year guard breakouts a lot a lot of the time. There's a lot of guards that need to break out for teams to be good. For instance, Texas, a team who also a like, team who, by the way, Texas, I don't have my top twenty five. I don't have my preseason top twenty five. I don't think they're very good. Also, like Strother, like is Strother like that guy to like go like create his own shot? Like, like, here's the thing. Like, like Nimhard did. I know that Gonzaga obviously is in multiple years where they don't have top five picks. Two years ago, they had a top five pick, Jalen Suggs. You replaced him with another one in Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. You replaced him with nothing this year. Also, like, Kispert was a first rounder. Kispert was a first rounder. Timmy was a player, well, one of the player of the year candidates. He's going to be again, if he stays, and then, like, they'll be really good again. Like, don't get me wrong, but no I way. I think he's going to stay. No, but no way that team comes close to a national championship. Not without year. Timmy. And no, without Timmy. So, Sorry, Ben Gregg. Let's get and into also, the- you know where they are in, uh, in recruiting rankings? 
They have one. They have one, like three star, four star. Yeah, Braden Huff. He's from Illinois. He he's was good. He he's was good. player of the year in Illinois. He's but good. Not he's, he is better than he's ranked on on recruiting websites. Yeah, but he's not. They're, but they're also not top fifty. He's their only guy. BYU is a better class than them. <laughs> oh my god, Dude, Matt, Arizona WCC class. powerhouse BYU. The 2020 Gonzaga champs. Has, Gonzaga has one. It's Huff, and I think Huff's more of a four star than a three star. But people may disagree with that. I don't care. But right now. Um, do they have Huff down as a three star? And two four seven does, yeah. Ah, uh, he should he should be a four star. Real quick, but, I mean this is a fact. Two two four seven. Let's name a couple of teams that have one three star coming in next year: Gonzaga, A and M, TCU, Pepperdine, <laughs> UC Santa Barbara, Bowling Green, Southern Illinois, Drake, not the rapper, North Carolina A and T, Wyoming. All those teams have the same amount of recruiting classes as Gonzaga. They have one three star. And they're, I think, they're and gonna I think get... Huff's really good. I think Huff's really really good, but. They're going to get they're going to get transfers and, oh, of course and, they will. and and be fine. They but get like, Nigel Pack, and all of a sudden, then we have a whole different conversation if they get Nigel Pack. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're interested in a lot of guys. It's, it sounds like they're going to miss on Curbelo because I think they wanted him. Yeah, because um, rumors of St. John's are pretty heavy. So. Yeah, even so, I don't think like Gonzaga. Eh, it's weird. Be a weird fit. Be a weird um, fit. But like, I think Nigel Pack could totally go there. And if he does, I think probably, he's probably the number one name in the market right now. Let, let's get into the roots of them though. Like. Is there like a fundamental problem with them, or, or is this just a case of like they, they played bad at the wrong time again? Maybe that's what it is. Um, I don't think they deserved to win against Memphis that much. This was a team who was tied at halftime against 16 seed Georgia State. They go into Memphis, and Memphis has a 10 point lead at halftime. They, they, played, they played really bad in the tournament. They, they played really bad. They had three bad games, and they're lucky they got they escaped from two of them, and they ended up losing to an Arkansas team who, honestly, I don't think it's crazy to say had maybe the best player on the court that game. A lot of Gonzaga fans would absolutely kill me for saying that. Dur- Duran. No, well, no, I was thinking, oh, Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas, no, okay. t- no Tay. Oh. He's up there. And even then, Durham was, J- was good in that game. Jalen was amazing in that game, which I, I think we all kind of predicted. And then, if we talk about Memphis, though, Jalen Durham had a great game. And at a lot of times, and look, I give a lot of hate to the guy, and you know I do, and I tweeted a lot of hate to the guy. A lot of times, Jalen Durham kind of owned Chet Holmgren. He kind of did. And, and First a lot half, of, he was so a, good. A lot of different times during that game. And Chet was able to, to pick us up his own, but... Hey, look at that. You play a really athletic and strong team and you struggle. What a concept. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't know where they go because guess what? The WCC had a really good year this year and they still couldn't get it done. They had a really good year. I mean, San Francisco made the tournament. BYU was a competitive team. Uh, you had St. Mary's who not only made the tournament, but won a tournament game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sam Fran would have won a tournament game if Masalski played. Probably. Probably right. You're so. probably right. And then who knows what they do against St. Peter's, obviously. We plus, with St. Peter's like, game, though. like, like Santa Clara and BYU were both like NIT teams, so like yeah, they were they were they were, they were BYU fine. BYU one of the better players in, in, in the uh, in the conference, and Alex Barcelo. I mean, he struggled a lot in the year, but he's still a very talented player. And they had this was one of the best years for WCC in the past decade. And next year it's gonna be so bad. Next year's gonna be awful. BYU every every team gets worse. Every single team. San gets Fran worse, loses their coach. On San Fran loses their coach and their players. Yep. St. Mary's loses their players. <laughs> BYU loses their players. Yeah. So. And Mark Pope has been. Really, really good with bringing back, not bringing back, but able to. He develops well. He develops very well, and you know he he does a very good job uh, at um, you know finding ways to uh, uh not replicate guys, uh, replace guys. Yeah, but like St. Mary's is their best team in years. They beat Gonzaga. They lose Kuzi. They lose Johnson, and they lose Toss. Yeah, that those are their three best players. Yeah, uh, I I would argue that for sure. Yeah, it's gonna be. An interesting year for Gonzaga next year, and Cause, like because what's their non? We don't even know they're not gone. Obviously, it's way too. I don't, the way dude, the way the way they played against um, Arkansas, they probably would have lost to Texas Tech and Duke too. Oh, totally. 
Oh my God! Can you imagine Duke in that game, Paulo and Mark playing against Drew, uh, Timmy and Chet, who've been beat around the, the, the past couple of rounds. Like you tell, give me Duke every like, day. Dude, in that like, game. The, like their speed and athleticism are just like mind-boggling to them. Yeah. And if if Penny didn't like poorly mismanaged timeouts, Memphis could have had a shot too. I would think if you replace Penny Hardaway with like any other, like not any other coach, but a handful of coaches, Memphis wins that game. If Musselman was coaching Memphis, they pro- they probably yeah, win that game. I completely agree. And the way, like, dude, it literally looked like the, the, this is the first ever time Gonzaga has seen an athletic team ever. And guess what? It probably is. I love St. Mary's. Well, I don't love St. Mary's. But they're a good team. They're just not athletic, though. They're just not a super athletic team. They're just so gosh darn fundamental. You, UCLA beating St. Mary's was, was such a lock for me. Oh, yeah. Like, like, same, we that. knew St. Mary's wasn't going to be ready for that. No. Of course not. WCC can't win the tournament. We showed the new narrative of WCC can't win the tournament, not just Gonzaga. It just looks funny when Gonzaga loses. And what's the what the record of versus top three seeds? And obviously they lost. Well, Arkansas. they didn't play a top three seed this year. They're one in, still one in twelve since two thousand one. Like that's not just, that's not a made up stat, folks. It's not one of those things where it's like, well, and you can't you can't change it. Where it's like, well, if you make it to one through four, one through five, no, no, we're not making it one through four, one through five. It's one through three. They cannot be good teams in the tournament. That's I wonder, a boneheaded like, fact. How many like four seeds they've beaten? Because like I, I'm th- off the top of my head, I know they beat West Virginia one one year. Creighton was a five last year. They, they didn't play a four seed last yeah, they year. Play they played seed. a five when when they were and they played in, the worst five in, in, the tournament. in 2018. They wore a four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just a really interesting concept that like this like athleticism and speed that they see in the tournament is just like. No, they're never prepared for it. No, they're never prepared. And for like, it. it's just like funny because like Nemhard and Timmy like saw this last year. I know. With, and, with and that, it wasn't even that. Like they saw with they saw with Baylor, and you know, um, even then they they, they didn't really one hundred percent. They played a, a fine game against UCLA. Jalen took in a miracle shot for them to win it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if this is like if they lose that game. This narrative is this, <laughs> unbelievably strong. Th- this could be a bad comparison, but like, you can't. That many many like religions have holidays where you fast on a, on a day, and where are you going with this? I'm just just wait, just wait. I'm listening, what what like you go and fast for the entire day, and at the end of the day you can go eat. Like yeah. when you when you finally go and eat after fasting, you can't just like go eat like a huge meal. Like yeah, you, you have to like, it's like eat, we get colonoscopy. You have to eat like relatively small and like I just said and, 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 <laughs> and like and, and light foods and like like with Gonzaga, it's like they play like these like. Yeah, like teams all year yeah. without athleticism and, and without speed, and then they can't just go play against those teams. That's yeah. how it works. It's like uh, so you get a colonoscopy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. You've ever you've never gotten one. You're 20. No, <laughs> uh, but you know, I know people. My parents have, and you have to like you know drink this drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get all the stuff. I, I know how it works. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. gross. But you can't like you can't after it get done. You can't like eat like canes. You yeah. have to like eat toast or something to like mm-hmm. get used to it. You know. Yeah. They're used to eating again, so it's just like. You're right. That's a great comparison, John. I love that. Um, it's, like, it's like in horse racing when you turn. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. We go to the final stretch, and your horse doesn't have the stamina. No, there are more athletic horses in the building. All right. Uh, what what else this season? Even I'm gonna give you uh credit here here because even though they kind of played bad at the end of the year and lost in the second round, you nailed Auburn. They won the SEC regular season did, just dude. like you predicted. I'm so glad I got that, man. I I don't really care about you know getting getting things. Right or wrong, but I'm really—I'll be honest. I'm, I was really happy I got Auburn right. I was—I nailed it. I picked him to win the the SEC, and man, that felt so good to get that right. Uh, UCLA was around what I expected. 
they were. Yeah, you did cut. You did. You did kind of predict. They, they were the. They were the second best team in their league. Not the, they, the first best. The best team like wasn't who I thought it'd be, but they were the second best team mm-hmm. league. They lost to USC once. They lost to Arizona twice. Beat them once. They lost in the Sweet Sixteen. Like. It's probably around what what I expected them to be. Minnesota didn't finish last in the Big Ten. Got that right as well. So that's big. That's big news for me. Yeah. Um, we we're wrong on Michigan, but at the end of the day, we kind of right on Michigan. They got to too. the Sweet Sixteen still, and they played yeah. better at the end of the year. They just, just happened took, to run into just a Final Four team. Just took them a while to figure it out. Just happened to run into Villanova. Mich- I think I was shocked. I think Ann tweeted the stat that like the, since like since 2017, Michigan has lost to a Final Four team every single year. In yeah, the no, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a bad thing. No. It's um, not a bad thing, folks. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, SEC overall. Wisconsin, we got right. SEC overall was very good, just like, just like we kind of said it would be. I mean, it's a really deep conference. And it's they had what, more than deeper conferences. Five, five teams that were top six seeds. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, was it? yeah, it was six teams that were top six seeds. Yeah. Because they had Auburn. LSU. Auburn, Bama, LSU, Tennessee, 12, so Tennessee Kentucky, great. Arkansas. There was a six out of twelve. Excuse me. Yeah, so that that was good. Good year for the league. Yep. Big Twelve was good again. Big Ten disappointed. Disappointing. It always, it always does. Dude. I, I think we just kind of figured it out. If Michigan State and Michigan are good, the conference isn't good. Yeah, but Michigan State, Michigan usually are pretty good. Yeah, Michigan State had a down year. Did for their standards, they were seven seed. Played well in stretches. Played bad in stretches. Michigan. Didn't turn it around and really till like the last month and a half, two months of the season, mm-hmm. and got to sixteen eventually. And Michigan State played a very close game against Duke, you know, and then they were mm-hmm. a couple minutes away from going to the the Sweet Sixteen as well. So, yeah, but teams like Wisconsin, Illinois, you know, uh, Indiana lost their plan game, which many people were very mad that they had to play in a plan game. Or they win? They no, won. they won their plan game. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Notre Dame game. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of people are Rutgers. I don't know Rutgers. Rutgers again, another team who I don't know if we'll kind of thought they're kind of mid Iowa disappointed a lot of people as well. Yeah, per- Purdue, pe- per- Purdue, pe- Purdue people well. were upset with after the St. Peter's game. I mean that's that's embarrassing. Wisconsin second round. Matt Painter, not a top ten coach in the sport. No, not top not. fifteen. Probably not. Ben Johnson's better. <laughs> that's a yes. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. I mean. Yeah, that's and if you think the conference was bad this year, wait till you see next year. Wait till you see next year. I, I mean, have, by the way, I've done my top thirty-one. I've done my top twenty-five. Um, just because, like, I, that's all I got to was thirty-one, and I, I actually got to thirty-two or thirty-three. I want to say, but I had to take out a couple teams because of uh, some moves. I had Memphis in there; they lost a bunch of players, so I had to take them out. A ton of players lose everyone. What's up with Monty Bates? What he's gonna do? I think he's gonna stay. He was pretty good in that Gonzaga game. Yeah, he, he was. He was good against Boise State too. Yeah, good player. But no, I, I I will tell you, I've done my top thirty-two or thirty-one. The Big Ten teams in here, I have Michigan in the top ten. I won't say where yet because we're gonna get to that. I have Illinois at twenty-two. I have Iowa at twenty-six. And, I think, and Indiana. At I think that's way too high for Iowa. Way I still think that, I think they're gonna be good. Illinois again. is pretty high too. I, I like, like I like Perkins, and I think Chris Murray makes a huge jump. He could. He very much could. But he like, won't be okay. He can jump though. But like, everyone's, Keegan, I, that seems terrible. I've seen so many like Purdue's in the top twenty-five. Like Purdue is going to be very disappointing for people next year that have expectations. Is Hunter still there or no? What's the lineup with E Day? <sighs> they have Camden Heidi. Uh, why is that a guy who I love? Um, E Day is going to be back, but they lose Travion. They lose Ivy. Yep, of course. Let me look this up. Savannah. Right, so the Rothstein, is gone. Rothstein has them at at twenty. Braden Smith. Brandon Newman, 
Ethan Morton, Mason Gillis, Zach Eady. That's just that's just Caleb first, uh Brian Wa- uh Waddell, Trey Kaufman, Ren, Cameron Heidi, or Camden Heidi, Camden sorry, Heidi. and Fletcher Lawyer off the bench. I might have Foster, to put him, Foster, I might brother? have to put him top twenty five because they have Foster's brother. Yeah. But <laughs> I saying, like this is Foster Lawyer. Um But yeah, that, like, that they said he's the seniors okay, Hunter could return because he's he has eligibility left, but he they're might. they're gonna lose Ivy. They lost to Stefanovic. Isaiah Thompson transferred, and Trayvon Williams is gone. So to lose a lot of players, they're not very good next year. Good man. luck, Boilermakers. Honestly, uh, Nebraska. Was, was, Jesus, Wisconsin. We saw how they were without Johnny. So it's it's a it's really dependent on how good Chucky Hepburn is next year. Hepburn and. Um, Crowell's going to be there as well. They lose Ben Carlson. Lose some some depth in the front Wisconsin, court. Wisconsin will have to be a top twenty five team defensively next year to have a shot at the tournament. I think. I don't think it's happening. I don't either. But who else plays guard for them? They'll return um, Bowman. I think. Okay. It, it, they it's they need some transfers, dude. They do. They do. And, uh, they they really do. Um, uh, Jacoby, do, do, uh, Jacoby Neath. Yeah, 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 he's he, he back. Okay, he's uh, Rutgers loses Harper, Baker, and McConnell. So they're, those they're, are their three best they're players. Be terrible. That, that, year, those are their two best offensive players and best offensive player. Is Mulcahy so, still there? He might be. Who cares? Uh, yeah. Who knows? But yeah, it's gonna be a really bad league. It's gonna be a really bad Time league. Time for the Gophers to go. Let's go, Gophers. Yeah, North, North Northwestern. Depending on what they return, could be a middle of the the middle of the pack team. Middle of the pack team in the league. So. I bet I bet the league gets probably four turn or five tournament teams next year. Penn State had a little run in the Big Ten tournament. Gave Purdue a scare in yeah. the uh, quarters. Never know with them. I don't know who they're going to return. Um, Is Harrar there? Yeah, I think so. Seth Lundy. I I have no idea yet. I haven't looked that much into Can Isaiah Brogdon go back to Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, we'll get, let's get to the top ten, John. Um. At least you have something else you want to talk about. Do you have your full top 25 done? I do. Do you just want to do that? I can. I mean, it's a lot of numbers. Let's just go like five at a time, 25 to 20. I'll okay. 25, 25 to 21. Six at a time. But yeah, my bad. Um, I'll go 25 to 21. Number 25, I have Texas A&M. Number like 24, I have USC. And number 23, I have Michigan State. Number 22, I have Florida State. Number 21, I have the Hoosiers of Indiana. I have Virginia at 25. I think people are going to get surprised by Isaac Trout. Mm-hmm. We both saw him play. He's mm-hmm. awesome. 24, I have Oklahoma. I think they're going to turn pretty much everyone except for Goldwire maybe yep. and maybe one other guy. And Moser's a really good coach. Uh, 23, 23, Tennessee. They're going to get Ziegler back um, along with Vescovi probably and JJJ, who's very good. Very good. 22, Illinois. Uh, we're waiting on the Sky Clark announcement still. We're waiting on Co- Kofi coming back, and we're waiting on TJ Shannon for them. Honestly. But they can be really good next year if they if they get some some transfers and Clark commits there, and they can keep Kofi. And then 21, St. Louis, who's going to return their entire lineup, and they're going to get Javante Perkins back. 20, I have the Mountain West, San Diego State. And 19, I'm with you on Isaac Trout. I have Virginia. Mm-hmm. Number 18, maybe a little low for your liking. I have Villanova. Okay. 17, I have Mountain West Own, Colorado State. 16, I have the Auburn Tigers. And is that five? Yes, yeah, that's five. <laughs> uh, so I have Colorado State at 20. 
they're going to return. Roddy's testing, so we'll see. We'll see with him. That's what I'm kind of hoping on, you know. Uh, Alabama at 19, they get two five stars in Jaden Bradley and Brandon Miller next year. So kind of new, new era for for Nate Oates. I should tweet this and see if Colorado State fans think they're the <laughs> preseason top 25. Dude, they think they're five. They think they're top five. They're right up there with with Duke. Yeah. <laughs> um, 18 out of Florida State, who should take a massive leap and already got a big transfer in Jalen Ganey from Brown. Huge. 17, I have Texas A&M. I think they're t- – t- I love Buzz Williams. You know that. You I, do. I love him. You're a big bus guy. And then 16, a team that I'm very high on, and I think it might it might be a little, like, kind of undervalued because of the Creighton game in the first round. San Diego State. Yeah. I, I like a lot. And they got some replacing to do. I think Mensa could still return, so we'll see with them. But Lamont Butler, Adam Psycho, Matt Bradley, that's a very good backcourt. Adam Psycho? Yeah, I like that name. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Kaluma's – Brother, I think I want to say. Oh, really? Yeah. It's oh, a sick name. 16 to 11. 15 to 11. 15 to 11. <laughs> I have touchdown Alabama at 15. Okay. 14, I have the the Mark Few-led Gonzaga Bulldogs. At 13, I have the St. Louis Cardinals. 12, I have the Philadelphia Flyers of Dayton. <laughs> And at eleven, I have the Wildcats. Yeah, we're gonna Arizona. we're gonna have to talk about that. The Wildcats of Arizona. Oh, I thought you said Arkansas. I'm like, that's not their mascot. Uh, so spiders. We're gonna have to talk about this because we have some of the same teams here. Fifteen. I have Texas, who brings in Artario Morris and Dylan Mitchell. Dylan Mitchell's fantastic. He's so good. Yes. And they're starting all time great Texas guard Devin Askew next year. <sighs> Dude, I think that he's awful. <laughs> he is awful. But he is awful, but their freshmen are really good, and Cunningham and DC are going to be good for them, too. I don't think Cunningham's good, but yeah. 14, Nova. M- Moore is going to return, hopefully, at some point next year, whether you, ho- hopefully late yeah. in the season. But You upgraded the point coverage with Chris Archie. Longino, I think, takes a jump. Cam Whitmore, who's a freshman, is good. Yeah, and, they, what I said. and they get slid. They upgraded the point guard with Archie Diakono. <laughs> yeah, nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> they have a freshman point guard coming in who will back him up, too. 13, I have UNC. That's way too low. I think they're going to be probably we'll – we'll see. I, we'll see. I, I if we're basing our rankings on, like, everyone's staying who hasn't announced they're going. <laughs> which is kind of what I did. Then, I've, then I, that's I mean, way my, too high. My projected lineup for them next year is R.J. Davis, Caleb Love, Leaky Black, Puff Johnson, Armando Baycott. So, and they'll get a transfers and stuff, dude. I think they're going to – I don't think what they did um, this year – in the tournament is a reflection of their entire team. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it isn't. I think it's by the sh- their shot quality. This team did lose to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Very similar to UCLA, and I know, know you kind of hate the comparison, but their shot, I do. Their, I'm, sh- I'm the, their shot quality scores in the tournament were absurd. Yeah. So, 12, I have Arizona, who I have returning um, Kriza, Tubelis. Larson, Terry, Tubelis, and Balo, yep. losing Coloco and Matherin. Yep. And then... And Dale and Terry. No, I have Terry returning. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's he's good. I like him. And then 11, Dayton, who started, I think, four freshmen this year. Malachi, Malachi Smith. Smith is awesome. Not dude. the Malachi Smith that from Chattanooga. Different <laughs> no. Malachi Smith. Kobe Elvis, RJ Blakeney, Tumani Kamara, and Deron Holmes. They're going to be watch out for the Flyers. The 810, man. They're coached well, too. The 810. Yeah. Danger. Danger. I haven't even put Davidson down yet because I don't know who's returning for them. Yeah. So they North, lost Michael Jones to the transfer portal. Let's go to the top ten. Got about five well, minutes left. Uh yeah. So we're going ten, ten through six now? Ten through six. Okay. Go ahead. Number ten, I have Kansas. Okay. The national champions check it at number ten. I hate saying that. Number nine, I have the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. Um 
if they keep Dickinson, they're winning the Big Ten. It's just such a yeah, that much. should be the clear favorite. Eight, I have the Creighton Blue Jays, which is I think a little low for people who love Creighton. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I know some Big East fans do as Dude, well. Dude, I saw that. I've, I've seen them at like three. Yeah, in like in in these. So seven is John Rossi's number one, the Kentucky Wildcats. All right. Six, I have the Baylor Bears. I have Kentucky at ten, but I don't have them returning Shaden Sharp. Which I don't think they do either. Which and that's pro- fine. If they return Sharp, that definitely changes it for me. But I do have them returning Sheepway and Brooks. So. Sharp will not be in the Kentucky next year. He'll go to the draft and he'll be a top ten pick. Nine, I have Michigan. Same spot you do. Do you have them projected Collins, Williams, Houston, Diabate, Dickinson? Yeah. Okay. I think Diabate could be a first round pick though, and that's the issue. I think he's gonna stay. If he does, I hope so, man. I hope. Uh, I have Gonzaga eight, and I do have them returning Timmy. So I have Hickman, Salas, Dominic Harris, Julian Strother, Drew Timmy, Anton Watson should start. With all due respect, if it depends if they want to go big or small. Depends if they get Nigel Pack. Nigel Pack could really influence his rankings. Dukey baby. Yeah, you'd, you'd move Duke from one to one. To one. one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so seven, I have Kansas. I have three freshmen starting for them, along with Harris and Wilson. And then six, I have the Bruins of UCLA. Ah. Five. I have Duke Blue Devils, coached by John Shire. Four. I have Southern Kansas, aka Arkansas. Three. I have Tar Heels of UNC. One and two. There's two teams left. I think you know who they are. I want to ask my number one first. I have been anti this team for this year and for last year, mm-hmm. and I will never be anti this team ever again because the way they play basketball is a thing of beauty. But it's not, the, not Virginia. It's not Virginia. <laughs> the Houston Cougars are my number one team. They're loaded They're so next good. year. They're so and good. And they have the best system, maybe in college basketball, and they have a top four coach in college basketball. Maybe top three. Maybe top two if you wanted to go there. I would. He's two. He's one. Who is Jay Wright? I'm kidding. He's two. Um, UCLA is my two, which people are going to clown on. I don't care. Houston's one. They're awesome next year. And right now, if you're going to ask me, Houston's my national champion right now. They're so good. They're so good. good. And they bring back two two of their top top scorers from injury this year. And to pair them with Jamal Shedd, Sasser, Shedd, Mark. If they see if Edwards comes back, yeah. They might go undefeated. They have a five star coming in, too. A five star. It's Jerron. Jarris Walker. Jarris Walker, who is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's a guy. Oh, by the way, Jarris Walker, he's their number one recruit in the history of their program. Yeah. Talk to me nice. Five Creighton for me. I have them returning pretty much everyone except for Hawkins. Yeah. So, what about um O'Connell? Oh, O'Connell can't <laughs> come back. He has no eligibility left. He's also terrible. <laughs> um, four Ah, uh, not Houston. What am I saying? Four Baylor. L.J. Yeah. Cryer Flagler comes back. Flagler. Keontae George is going to be so good next year. Maybe he'd probably be better than Kendall Brown. Yeah, he without a doubt will be. Yeah. Uh three. I have Houston. Shed, Sasser, Edwards, Walker, Jawan Roberts. Two, I have the Razorbacks of Arkansas who bring in three five stars to add to Devo Davis and Jalen Williams. And then my number one team in the country, the John Shire led Duke Blue Devils. And who, I and I can't hate it. Who I think has the best class that Duke has ever had. Better than the Zion class, because it's deeper. Yeah. Your your fourth recruit I, from that class is the player that I like the most, and Mark, Mark Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. So that Jeremy Roach returns. We'll see what happens if Keels comes back. Joey Baker. Um, I don't think Joey's coming back. Maybe, and then they're interested in Nigel Pack. So we'll see what happens there. 
But yeah, that's the forced way too early top 25. Yeah. That's going to conclude. If you don't have one, are you even a college basketball fan? Right. Like you're like mandated to do one. Yep. It's required. It's required by by law. (laughs) John? Um, Some teams that just missed the cut for me, real quick. Uh, Oregon, I have a 29. Auburn, Marquette, both right outside, too. VCU, I like a lot, too. So that's going to conclude our show today, David. It's as as it will. Uh, this has been a pleasure. Any last words? Any shout outs, John? My shout out goes to Elevate Two Three One. Thanks for everyone that listened. Yeah, all, all year. Thanks to the fans. Uh, Off season content coming. We have. I'll, I'll probably announce it next week. We have a major summer project that we're doing. Yep. So, thanks for tuning in today, guys. How could you be so hard? Hey.